0: from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 17th of November, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. President Alberto Fernandez has been busy this week. He's been on an international tour across Europe attending summits and bilateral meetings. He's met with world leaders to discuss climate change and post-pandemic recovery and, of course, seeking monetary help. Fernandez started out in Paris to meet with Emmanuel Macron. They discussed the Russia-Ukraine war, the economic and social situation in Argentina, among other topics. The Argentine president sought to open a dialogue between France and the president of Venezuela, Nicolas Maduro. He also asked Macron to help out in his upcoming negotiations with the International Monetary Fund, or IMF. On Monday the 14th, Fernandez arrived in Bali to participate in the G20 Leaders Summit. However, it didn't start out well. The Argentine president had some health issues and couldn't give his opening speech. He had to be taken to a hospital in Bali as a result of corrosive gastritis. Minister Santiago Cafiero had to replace the president in the first rounds of the G20 sessions and in the leaders' lunch. Fortunately recovered in time to meet with his Chinese counterpart, Xi Jinping. Weeks before the summit, Fernandez had argued that Argentina and China had an unequal trading relationship, which benefited the Asian country the most. After the meeting on Tuesday the 15th, China stated that they will increase its currency swap line by 5 billion U.S. dollars. This swap is an agreement between the two nations' central banks by which the Argentine Central Bank has a peso account in China and the Bank of China has a renminbi account in Argentina. This is one way that Argentina can increase its stock of gross reserves, as it has been excluded from international capital markets since 2020 because of its external debt. Still, in Indonesia, The Argentine president met IMF chief Kristalina Georgieva on Wednesday the 16th to renegotiate the debt. Georgieva said that Argentina should remain on track as its huge efforts are paying off, but that it should maintain fiscal discipline. President Fernandez was eager to attend a separate invite-only meeting hosted by U.S. President Joe Biden. However, all other G20 events were cancelled. After a missile struck on a farm near Poland, and some of the heads of state had to catch a flight and meet in Brussels with the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO, headquarters. Before joining President Fernandez on his tour, Economy Minister Sergio Massa confirmed that the price control scheme for 1,400 products is on its way. He revealed that more than 100 companies from the private sector have signed up. To the Precios Justos, or Fair Prices Plan. The scheme, which includes food, beverages, dairy, personal hygiene, and cleaning products, will freeze prices for four months. This is just another plan of action to tackle inflation, as Massa himself said that the situation is critical. While Massa looks for solutions to minimize the impact of inflation, Argentine Labor Minister Kelly Olmos. Implied that inflation is not a priority, but that the FIFA World Cup is. She didn't hide her enthusiasm to see the national team win the World Cup that starts next week and said, One month is not going to make a big difference in inflation, but we want Argentina to be the champion. She even remembered the time of the civil military dictatorship and people still celebrating the 1978 victory. Her words, Reality is inevitable, but in the middle, we can celebrate. After her confession, Olmos had to apologize and make it clear that she didn't express herself well and that the ministry will continue to work during the World Cup month. What do you think? Were her words taken out of context? Check for yourself. We're leaving the link to the Metro Merco Press article in the show notes. Talking about the World Cup, the sports ministers of Argentina, Uruguay, Chile and Paraguay launched the Corporacion Juntos 2030, a body to jointly bid for the hosting of the 2030 Football World Cup. This is just the starting point, as they still have to establish an official board of directors, but their wish to hold the 2030 World Cup as a unit is quite strong. Argentina's sports minister, Matias Lamans, said that it is a great opportunity to show these countries' potential to the world and to reinforce regional integration but that's talking about the future let's focus on the present situation of the albi celeste argentina's men's football team on wednesday the 16th the team arrived in abu dhabi to prepare for the world cup they played a friendly match with the united arab emirates argentina won 5 to 0 although argentina's team has some big names messi di maria Dybala, coach Lionel Scaloni, wants to reduce the pressure the team has, insisting there are no guarantees in football. After winning Copa America and having a 35-game unbeaten run, Argentina is one of the favorites to win the World Cup. Lionel Messi, the team's captain and one of the most cherished players, joined his coach's statement, saying that it is better to go little by little As all groups are difficult. In other not so happy news, fires continue to destroy land throughout the country, despite calls for government action. Forests, fields, and wetlands are completely destroyed by both wildfires and intentional burns. Officials state that there's no doubt that natural factors like lightning strikes and droughts have worsened the problem, but many of the fires are started intentionally for agricultural productivity, and real estate developments. What people are still asking the government is to implement the wetlands law, which would prevent certain areas from being destroyed for these kinds of practices. Of course, both the Argentine Agrarian Federation and the Argentine Rural Confederations have spoken against the draft bill, stating that the restrictions would worsen Argentina's economic situation. Sam Forster has written a great story for the Buenos Aires Times, showing both points of view. Check out the link in the show notes if you want to get deeper in this environmental argument. Next up, on Wednesday, the 14th, the 16th L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science Award ceremony took place. This is a local award that seeks to celebrate and recognize women working in science all throughout Argentina. There were six award-winning women in the categories of physics, maths, and IT. Their findings may help the world's population someday. That's a big thing to celebrate. Another celebration took place in Mar del Plata. From the 3rd to the 13th of November, people attended the 37th International Film Festival that has become part of the icons of the city. Everyone was overjoyed as it was the first edition with no restrictions that was held since the coronavirus pandemic. There were 180 films from 28 countries competing for an award while showing the universe of national and international culture. Some even premiered in this festival, which shows the importance this event has for the international film industry. Other than films, the festival recognized the figures of actors Cecilia Roth and Ricardo Darin. And commemorated Leonardo Favio, singer, actor, and filmmaker, on the 10th anniversary of his death. If you missed it, you can still enjoy the panels with international guests in the festival's YouTube channel. And if you wish to discuss the films with a friend, you can go to La Ideal, the historic Buenos Aires cafe and cake shop that reopened after six years. It was founded by a Spanish merchant in 1912 closed its doors in 2016, and now reopened all refurbished and filled with French and Italian period treasures. You can go and appreciate the architectural quality to have an idea of what old Buenos Aires was like at the time it was founded, or enjoy the great gastronomic service it offers. You can find it on Cache Sui Pacha, near other iconic venues. And that's it for this week. The consensus seems to be Mastodon for people leaving Twitter, and some even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads and no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or subdomain. Which one have you chosen? Thoughts about that? How has your experience been? And anything else social media related, let us know at argentina at Nos vemos la próxima semana.